Everybody, 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 drop your stop, 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 Welcome back to Drop Your Buffs. I'm Sean Ross. I'm Evan Ross Katz. And we are here with a very, very special mini episode here. A little teaser, maybe, for something coming very soon. We have the queen of Survivor, Sandra Diaz Twine. Mm. Who would have thought? Sandra Diaz Twine on Drop Your Buffs. Once it seemed like a very, very attainable reality to be a part of, because do you remember... What, a year and a half ago, Cameo reached out to you. Cameo, the company, reached out to you and said, we have a special gift for you. It's a cameo from Sandra Diaz-Twine. You didn't ask for it. No, Cameo has been, and I'm not trying to gas myself up at all, please. uh, But Cameo has been trying to get me to come on the platform for so long. And it's like, so, first of all, no one would want a Cameo for me, but also just so not my cup of tea. You famously um, hate a front-facing camera. I hate a front-facing, but in an effort to coerce me onto the platform, they were shrewd enough to recruit Sandra, <laughs> who made us, like, wasn't it, like, three and a half minutes or something? It's a long video. Yeah, it was lengthy. And, and in she that was video, like, and, and, she and, was getting and. ready to go play Australian Survivor, but she obviously couldn't tell us that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's moment. funny. Yesterday I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm sitting down with a five-time Survivor player. And she's like, uh-uh. She's like, Survivor Australia, six time. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Um, but yeah, this was such an incredible opportunity for all the obvious reasons. What you do not see, but you'll see in some of the videos that are in the photos and videos that have been shared by our account and hers, etc., is Sandra was beat for the gods yesterday and looked so gorgeous. It was... I mean, given her statement, the, the the big one of the big quotes of the season about her commenting on Larsa's age and everything and feeling like she looks younger, it's true. Like, you know, she could she pass. Looked, yeah. She looked, she didn't look 12 years younger than Larsa. She looked 12. Yeah. No, it was giving Teen Witch. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> it was so youthful. And yeah. But anyway, I will say, so Sandra and I had the opportunity to sit down for like, 10 minutes before the interview began and sort of like Kiki and I got to warm her up. Um, I got her to follow Drop Your Buffs Instagram page. because I explained. Moment. Yeah, I was like, I was, because we took a photo, me, her and Parv, and then I was like, I can't tag you in it unless you follow. And that was fun because like, you know, her and I, I'm not no better at technology than she is really. So that was fun, her and I trying to figure that out. But well, you famously are giving out our wrong handle left, right, and center. I know, I'm working on it. <laughs> but I do want to say, you know, just before we get to this interview real quick, it is worth noting that of all of the people that were there yesterday, both cast and uh, uh, the influencers that came in to make content, Sandra was really the prized possession for everybody um, because although I think Phaedra was like the star of yesterday, Phaedra's been in this circuit a lot more. She's a lot more accessible. She comes with a glam team. She she is like up within the circuit, right? Sandra, not so much. I mean, as you can see on Sandra's social media, like she's it's figuring it all out in real time. Um, Phaedra's accustomed to this life. So I think there was something about Sandra's presence, knowing that she is royalty, but also knowing that like this is a rare opportunity for people to get Sandra to make content and... I have to say, being at Club Coming with her later that night, learning that it was her first time being at a drag show, watching Sandra, watching 
drag kings performing at Club Coming. Billy and I, fiance to the pod, we were trying to get footage of it, and then we were like, this is a little too intrusive, but it was a joy. Also, Sandra packed up her bag to leave at one point. We're standing outside. She's like, I'm going to slip out. Alan arrived. Sandra came back in. We ended up leaving before Sandra. She stayed, I mean, this, and we stayed for like another hour after that. So Sandra is a good time gal. Oh my God. This is the most jealous I've ever been. Like Sandra at Club Coming watching a drag show. Also, I didn't tell you Frankie Grande showed up with Alan Cumming. Trust me, I saw the video. Yeah, so then it's like Frankie Grande (laughs) with Johnny Bananas and Janelle. It just was the cinematic universes colliding. It was was a wonderful and beautiful thing. Okay, well, this is a very fun interview with Sandra, so let's just cut to the chase and let the audience hear what they came for. This is Sandra Diaz-Wine. Sandra, you do you purposely have your tags turned off on Instagram? What are tags? Okay, yeah, you're untaggable right now, just so you know. Oh. So like I just tried to post this and like you can't be tagged. Hold on, hold on. Then let me show me how to um That's a great question. Um, um so my settings and privacy always allow tags from everyone. Yes. Well, it says allow tags from people, people you follow. follow so then you should be able to tag me. Oh, because I, I tagged you. Well, okay. Will you follow our podcast? Oh, okay. Drop your... There it is. Oh, thank goodness. Crisis of London. All right. Okay. We are here with the queen. We have multiple queens in our in our kingdom, but we are here with the queen, one of the queens, whatever you want to say, of Survivor. Where have you landed on that title? So when uh, Heroes and Villains was coming to an end, uh, the fans online started saying whoever wins between Parvati or Sandra will be the queen of Survivor because they will have two titles under their belt. And the minute I won, I became the queen. (laughs) And I honestly believe that's where our beef started, me and Parvati's beef. Um, But we just came from an interview and sounds like there's a... a difference in opinion on how the beef started, but all I know is that it's over. Great. So for 2024, Peace. we're done. <laughs> Great. I am curious, you know, when you first got to the castle and you saw Parvati there, and, and you know, for us Survivor fans, you two have never had beef on the show. Mm-hmm. This is all social media. So everything that we've seen of the two of you and you've played two seasons together, I don't think you two have ever really been aligned in the game, but you've never really been coming after each other per se, if my memory serves. Well, and then the crazy part is that on Heroes versus Villains, immediately when we got out to the beach, I was told, uh, you know, if and when we lose, the first person that's going to go home is Parvati. And Randy told me that because... um, She's already won, and I'm thinking, like, does he not know who I am? I've also won my season. Right. So it was like I was looking out for Parvati without being in an alliance with her because if she went home, I knew I'd be next. Right. So in essence, as long as she stayed in the game, I was going to be okay. And I said I'll just to outlast the winners of that season, being that if history repeated itself on All Stars, all the winners went home first. So right. I was like, of all the winners, I just want to be the last one standing. So Parvi can't go because then it's me. So that's how I looked at it. We didn't have to be in an alliance. You didn't have to verbally say it to me, but I just knew she had to stick around for me to be safe. Mm, smart. So what convinced you to come and do this show? I'm so curious. 
Um, so I didn't know that they were actually trying to get a hold of me for Traders One, because um, I never read my messages, and I'm trying to be better at reading my my messages. But all the messages ain't great. We love Sandra messages, you know. So sometimes it's like I don't even want to read them. But um, so they sent me a message and an email. And I read it and I'm like, oh, snap. And then I called to verify if the person in their title was legit and come to find out it was the traders. And I only had like three weeks. Like Poverty said she only had two weeks. So I think once I was on board, I don't know if then they contacted her. But between that email and the castle, it was three weeks. Like I was rushing to get everything done because I'm like, oh, I need to go on this show like I'm watching it. I like it. The prize money is good. I, and I always back myself. I'm always like, I could do good because I know my social game, it's up there. And you're genuine, which is why I think people really connect with you. Oh, yeah. Like I said, even if I always say, you know, within day one or two, you're making fake friends because you really don't know these people. But by the end of it, you're like, I love you. I miss you. I'm going to call you tomorrow. I'm going to check on you. And you really do make connections and you build bonds. Who would you say of this cast that you've become the closest with? Oh, my God. I'd have to say it's between, between Phaedra and Sheree. Mm. And we've seen you bond with them on the show. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's great to hear. Well, Sheree and I were in the car on the first day with Peppermint and Peter. And we spent so much time together that we ended up, before the day was over, making an alliance called THC. Mm. And that's because we were parked next to a church by the entrance of the castle. And it was called the Highland Council. So we were looking for an alliance name and I'm like, it's gonna come to us, it's gonna come to us. And I look and it says the Highland Council and I'm like, that's it. Our name is gonna be THC. And we laughed about it. That's so good. I'm like, you can't mess this up. You can't forget it, we're THC. Yeah, no CBD. Yeah, and then Peppermint <laughs> goes first. I know, I'm a sick. So coming into the castle, when you first looked around and saw this assemblage of reality television icons, who among them outside of Parvati were you familiar with? I knew Janelle and I knew Dan, personally. And I had met Bananas for like two or three minutes the Christmas before at a charity event, but we didn't talk for a long time. I knew of CT, but I had never met him, but I never met Trishel. Everyone else, brand new to me. Never Didn't watched Housewives? Who. Never watched Housewives. Will you watch Housewives now? I don't think I'll watch Housewives, but I do watch Married to Medicine. Got it, for Phaedra. Yeah, for Phaedra, because, uh, you know, we were talking about it. She was like, girl, you got to watch Married to Medicine. And I'm like, I ain't got Peacock. And then uh, they actually gave us a free link for one year to the show. So then I caught up. So now I'm glued to the tube. <laughs> I get it, I get Watching it. Phaedra. So I'd love to hear how this experience was different, different from Survivor outside of the obvious. Like obviously we know that your creature comforts, you actually got to have them this go around, but in what other ways is this game different? Just the fact that two people get eliminated every single day. So the stress is so high. Like you can just be in the middle of a conversation and you say one wrong thing that you don't even catch up on and someone instantly labels you a traitor or traitor behavior or a treacherous comment. Like it could be the silliest, smallest thing and you're, you're freaking done. 
Yeah. You have to watch every single word you say and every single action you take. Mm. So in episode one, we have Peppermint, you know, gather you and Parvati in this room and a peace treaty is reached. How genuine were you in that moment? And were you really thinking that there was a path forward for not only you and Parvati to be like amicable, but actually work together in the game? It wasn't even work together. It was more or less like, let's squash this at least for now, because I just want to focus on the game. I can't focus about you. I can't focus on you. I need, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to get as far as I can in the game. And I didn't want it to be about me and her either getting along or not getting along. Like I just wanted to focus on something else, which for me was the game itself. Yeah. Separate from her being there or what kind of position or if, you know, like if we'd be pinned against each other or we'd work together, like I was open to anything. And once we said, like, let's move on, I honestly did move on. I never looked back while I was in the castle. What about now? Oh, no, we're good. I mean, we've been doing interviews and I'll say things and she'll say things, but we're just trying to be funny. Um and the fans, I think, are enjoying the fact that me and her can work together. We really are. We really are. Um, so on my part, like, it's over. It seems that, that to be the case for, for, for both parties. Uh, I'm curious, you know, we've seen you on Survivor five times now. I was going to say four, but five times now. Is there any part of doing this show that... Are you counting Australian Survivor? I'm not actually. So then, yeah, that's six. it. 166 days out there. Wow. Is there any part of you now having played in a different show, The Traders, that's sort of, you know, wondering, hmm, maybe I could do Big Brother or maybe I could do Amazing Race? Or is there any part of you that's like, no, Amazing Race, I know for a fact, is not easy from other Survivors and Big Brother players that I know that have done it. Um, it's not a walk in the park and it's very physical. So, and I'm not one to be running, a, you know, from one end of one country to the other. Like I just can't, I need my breaks. I need my snacks. I need my naps. That ain't going to work. Big brother, the same. I can't do a hundred days in a house with let's say messy people. Yeah. Like that would really irritate me. And, and I'm older. I'm about to be 50 in a couple of months. Like I can't be in a house with kids that worry about, you know, well, let me just leave it at that. It's not for me. Fair. I'd love to talk about your relationship with Janelle. Obviously you said you knew the legend of Janelle coming into the house. I just interviewed Janelle. Janelle knew the legend of Sandra coming into the house and you two seem to be good. And then we have this epic round table in the fifth episode in which you two come to blows. How much of that was actually you two fighting and how much of it was you two sort of performing because you know, you're in the round table and you maybe want to have the sparks fly to, you know, put the target on Janelle so it's not on you. No, you know what? So that day, I mean, I had been working with Janelle and Dan. And so I think the problem started happening when it was decided who was going to run around in the woods for the shield versus who was going to be in the house, which I didn't have no issues being in the house. My issue was that there should have also been a shield in the house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, I don't have the opportunity to get a shield, but also because, you know, hey, you want a shield, you go run around. Even if I wanted to run around, they had already decided who was going to go run, run around the woods. So, you know, not a debate. So then when we get back together and she says, I know for a fact the traitors are in the house and the most faithful of the faithfuls are outside. Well, I'm a faithful. 
I want to think I'm one of the most faithful of the faithful, but you're saying that only the people outside are most, more faithful than the ones inside? Like, yeah. where is this coming from? And so we hadn't talked much, and then we go to the round table, and she starts, Dan, Parvati, CT, and Sandra, you're all traitors. And I'm like, what? I hadn't heard, you know, because you don't want your name to come up in the round table. The minute they write your name down at that round table, it's just like Survivor. It'll keep coming up. It gets easier and easier to write your name down every single time. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And for me, I'm like, because she was telling me, I, I was like, we've had your back. I wasn't really, I was never suspicious of CT. I was a little bit iffy about poverty and Dan because of all the things that had come up. But at the same time, I'm like, these traders are protecting me. Do I want them gone and put someone in a, that position to control my game that I maybe don't get along with as well or that doesn't have my interests at heart? I'd rather know that, you know, like if they're a trader, I don't give a damn. We still got a lot of time. There's still a lot of players. We can wait. But the minute she said, you, 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 and you, Sandra, you're all traitors. I'm like, what? I've had, we've all had your back. I've had your back. Where is this coming from? I can't believe it. Like, that was me being like, oh, my God, what is she talking about? And, uh, you know, then it starts, fuck you. Because I was like, you know, you're a traitor. Fuck you. Fuck you. And here's the thing. When I wrote down, when I got to my room and I was looking for my notebook to write my daily notes, you know, every night I write about things because I do forget a lot. All I wrote was, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> I never remembered her calling me a bitch because I probably would have replied back like, fuck you, bitch, cunt. You know, like, I don't know. I would have went hard. But honestly, I never heard the words bitch. And um, next thing you know, I hear it on TV. And then I came home and I told my girls, I told my husband, oh, my God, I had a fight with Janelle. It was fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck off, fuck off. And... That was all I heard. Well, anyway, not to go crazy. Um, no, go crazy. So uh, <laughs> then what happens? Well, before Janelle got off that table to go to the circle of truth, I just felt so horrible, like like a breakup, like a, you're not talking to your best friend. And I didn't want to have happen between me and Janelle what happened for years with me and Parvati. And I just had like this horrible sinking feeling. And I was like, Janelle... I'm so sorry. I want to apologize. I don't remember my exact words, but she was like, girl, don't even worry about it. This is just a game, whatever. She got up, went to the round table, said goodbye. And then when I got my phone back that it was all over, that we wrapped up, I'm getting messages from her and other people. What happened? What happened? What happened? And then we talked and she was like, Sandra, I'm so sorry. Because by then, with other people going home, they had already told her what they knew. Right. And she found out that I had always, well... Anyway, yeah, I almost messed up again. Um, <laughs> Is it difficult for you today? Because you're still in the game. We're recording this midway through the game. New By the time our audience will hear this, they'll have seen episode seven, but we don't know. Is, has it been challenging for you to sort of navigate? Well, there's a couple of things with me yeah. and Parvati that I almost slipped up uh -huh. about our positions in the game. Uh -huh. And so I just, because I don't want to give spoilers, everyone is really enjoying the show for and sure. they want to see it for themselves. And we've done really good about not po posting stuff all over the place. Yeah. Um, so uh, it won't be because of me. But all in all, like that beef with Janelle was just that one day and we were done. Gotcha. Okay, so 
I want to ask you about the Legend season of Survivor. Now, okay. to be clear, this doesn't actually exist. Mm -hmm. It is something that I think began on the Drop Your Buffs podcast. As I mentioned to you, we've had Hatch on, we've had Jerry Manthe, we've had Parvati, et cetera, and we always sort of ask our guests. And as a result, I think that's sort of become lore in the Survivor fandom that like there is going to be some sort of legend season. So I guess my first question would be, if you get the phone call 450, are you coming back? We're on 46 now. Mm -hmm. That'll be two years mm -hmm. from now. I'll be 53 years old. Young. No. Survivor takes the wind out of me. Like, it, it really does drain me. I'd have to see what they offer me because I'm not just going to show up for the hell of it. Like, you, gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired. Okay, fair enough. Okay, one last question. Mm -hmm. On this Legend season of Survivor, let's put winners aside. Who do you want to see on this season that perhaps hasn't been celebrated enough in the Survivor-verse? Um... I'll throw out a name to start. James Clement. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, who's on your list? Um, wow, what a reaction. <laughs> Amanda my Kimmel. top people? Um, Amanda, anything? No, okay. Somebody more like Jerry or Courtney from Heroes and Villains, which are my two ladies that I... You know, when they ask me who, I mean, I have a list of people that would be great for traders, but they're at the top of my list. Mm -hmm. uh, two more villains, um, because I think they destroy that castle. Like, they make it so awesome. But anyway, somebody like Rick Devins, although he's new school. Um, Give me, like, old, old school. Like, seasons one through ten. I know, I'm, ma I'm making a job. Kobe from... Um, Australian Outback? No. Wait. Oh, from, uh, from Palau. Palau. Wow. Um, I'd like to see Stephanie again. Me too. Uh, I'd like to see, let me see some more guys because I just gave you girls. Um, some guys that are old school that would be great if we saw them again. Anyone from Pearl Islands? You said season one through ten. Yeah. If we had to see somebody from the Pearl Islands out of all those guys, who would I want to see again? Probably Rhino. I think Rhino would do a good job. Um, do you keep in touch with him? I haven't talked to him in months, but I can if I wanted to. Okay. Um, oh, shit. I don't okay. know what else. Thank you so much for being here. That's hard. You stu you I know. I'm sorry. Head. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say Todd, 15. Okay, we love Todd. We've had Todd on Drop Your Buffs. He would yeah. be, yes, he would absolutely be on the Legend season. Sandra, thank you so much. The call is out to you. Whenever you want to come back, we'd love to deep dive with you, go through Pearl Island. Next week. Okay, great. She's coming on the pod. All right, Next thank you week, so much, Sandra. One this hour. Is truly such a pleasure. Can I give you a hug? Oh, my God. Mm, thank, oh, thank my you. God, you thank smell you. so good. Thanks. All right. Talk to you Where soon. Where am I going now? All right, there you have it. The iconic, legendary queen of Survivor, Sandra Diaz-Twine. I feel like we've opened a door here. She did promise to come back next week. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I will move heaven and earth to make it happen because she is an icon. She's been on our radar for so long. I, when I started telling the story at the beginning of the podcast was that we got this cameo from her and in the cameo she was like i would love to come on your podcast hit me up well it's not that easy to hit up sandra it's as not. you heard she doesn't well, read her now. messages it is now 
<laughs> so it is now. She told me that part of the reason why she stopped reading her messages a long time ago, she was like, obviously there's lots of people in there being like queen, 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 but she was like, there's enough people with negativity that she just was like, I don't need the positive with the negative when I can just have neither, which I think is yeah. a very healthy mentality, quite frankly. But yeah, again, she doesn't have publicists and, and ways to her. So all the more rare. That's why it's like, thank God the show put her on because if for nothing, well, obviously she's made incredible television on this show, but it's also given us access to her. A hundred percent. So we are in our Sandra era and looking forward to it. So if you want more Drop Your Buffs, go to Instagram and follow us at Drop Your Buffs Pod, which is the correct handle. Uh, Sandra's following us, so you can also just look at who she's following. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Drop Buffs Pod. And if you want more Drop Your Buffs and more Traders content from us, you can go to our Patreon. The link to that is in the show notes of this episode. We are currently covering the Traders US Season 2, and we're rewatching Survivor Nicaragua. We've already watched Panama and Borneo, and on every off season, we rewatch uh, season and recap it on the Patreon. So lots of fun stuff going on over there. Check it out. Thank you so much, Evan. Bye. Bye. Bye.